You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So what is happening y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. It's actually really, really beautiful out. I feel like we're getting that last little stretch of summer. Today, I think, was about 27 degrees Celsius, which is pretty impressive because I don't even think we had that over the summer. As you may recall, we had a lot of rainstorms somehow, and it was really gloomy and whatnot. So, you know what? Can't complain. Cannot complain at all. So, I really hope that everybody was able to take advantage of this beautiful warm weather while it's still here in October and just, you know, enjoying yourself, enjoying your life here and there. I personally wish I could take advantage of the warm weather more, but alas, you know, the life of a grad student. Today, I ran four separate experiments, which were very extensive, and I worked a lot of hours. So... When I got home and I knew it was about time to record TKO, I went to this mini fridge that we have in the house that we we used to store a bunch of craft beer in. And I picked this one that is supposed to be blood orange sour. Um, And I love uh, beer sours. And um, this one is and I also love blood orange. So when I saw this one, I was like, "Mm." This is going to be the one I'm going to go for. It's definitely going to set the mood and the tone for TKO. So I'm really excited to be stepping along uh, on this very nice and tangy beer as I record TKO for y'all today. You know when you just get home from a long day of work and you're like, oh my goodness. But then you see that beer, you're like, heck yes. Like this is (laughs) the hard work is going to be paid off through this beer. So I hope that everybody has been able to do something for themselves today. Uh, you know, hashtag self-care, whatever that thing may be. If, if you just want to take some time out of your day to, you know, do your skincare or who knows, go on a walk and maybe go to an ice cream shop, get yourself some ice cream, you know, whatever works for you. Do that self-care, you know, do that meditation session, do that breathing session. And speaking of breathing, actually, it's the perfect opportunity for me to, um, it's almost like a plug-in, but not really. But um, I don't know if you guys remember, we had a very cool guest on the show many years back on TKO, the one and only Coach Rocky Huynh from Guelph MMA. Uh, so Coach Rocky does breathing, um, sa- breathing trainings. Actually, he's all—I think he's doing a breathing course. So he will teach you how to breathe effectively, so that you can, you know, tackle whatever comes your way during the day. And it's not just for you know breathing techniques, so you can excel in sports. It's actually very important for all aspects of life. 
when you think about it, when you're stressed, do you hold your breath or not? Mm, yes, you hold your breath. Uh, or you just don't breathe properly. So breathing properly and effectively is very important to, you know, take care of your body and also take care of your mental health. So um, just want to put this uh, little self plug out there, you know, contact Coach Rocky if you want to enroll in his breathing training uh, program or if not, you know, shoot me a message and I'll relay the message. I was supposed to take a lesson with him this weekend, but then something came up and I have to go into the lab this weekend, but I'll do my best to just do a little bit of studying here and there to learn more about how to properly and effectively breathe throughout the day. Because, you know, as as simple as it might sound, it's actually, it can be pretty complicated. Sometimes you don't even breathe properly throughout with, to, to expand your entire lung capacity. So that's that's not effective breathing. And you need to, you know, you need proper breathing to enrich your whole body with oxygen and just do what you got to do. It's really important. Um, So, yeah, check that out for Coach Rocky's page online. And yeah, so what was I even talking about? Yeah, self-care. Self-care is important. Make sure you do whatever is necessary for you, for you to have uh, a successful day and you know whatever is necessary whatever tool is necessary for you to go out there and get it on that note um so this is like a semi life update but also just like some inspirational stuff that i came across throughout the week that i do want to share with you guys on the show you know one of the biggest parts of tko is to talk about how you can use principles of discipline and some things that can be applied to sports and whatnot and to general life because we all live a general life even though we're not all sports people right so one audiobook that I've been listening to for the past week while I've been doing extensive hours of work in the lab has been the book by David Goggins which you might have heard about you can't hurt me and this book, everybody, if you haven't read it or listened to the audiobook, I would highly recommend that you go out there and get it ASAP because David Goggins, y'all, he knows what he's talking about. And his story is so freaking inspiring and it just makes you sit at the edge of your seat the whole time that you're reading or listening to the audiobook. And trust me, by the end of it, not even by the end of it, but every single sentence that is read or spoken out loud in the audiobook, you become inspired to go out there and work harder and just, you know, it's not like that toxic mindset of, oh, you know, like macho man, go out there and get it kind of thing. It's more so about how can you actually exercise discipline in a healthy way so it can go out and overcome the challenges in your life and achieve your goals, right? And, you know, defy the odds because, you know, sometimes in life we have been dealt not the best cards and unfortunately there's nothing that we can do about that. But we do want to progress in life and we do want to achieve high things and the best things that can come our way. So I think this book really 
really lays the proper path for you to be able to achieve that. So again, I would highly recommend that you go and check out this book if you already haven't. Um, I'm a little bit late to the hype train for this book. I have heard about it before. I do remember David Goggins um, coming on the Joe Rogan experience and talking about his experience there and talking about his book there. And just like in general, uh, you know, with how successful the book was and how just fascinating and inspiring his story has been, um, I would highly recommend that you definitely go and check it out. But yeah, in terms of self-care and just you having the motivation that you need to go out and do whatever you got to do, I really hope that the past nine minutes have been effective enough and helpful enough for you to be inspired to go out and do whatever you got to do. All right. So let me just take a sip of this blood orange sour, okay? Because it's really good. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just talking so much. If I had a co-host and they would talk, I would probably finish this beer like right now. But I need a second shout out to uh, the blood orange sour. Okay. Mm -mm. So good. Also, on that note, another thing, another personal update. I ordered a beer making kit. It's an IPA kit and I'm so excited to try it. If you if you haven't already known, um, this girl right here, not only is she into doing combat sports and, you know, podcasting and radio and whatnot, she's also into science, but she's also into the beautiful art of making beer and drinking beer. She's a true beer connoisseur there was a time or not a time like it was literally the other night that I was just laying in my bed you know tossing around and just thinking about oh, you know is there anything more that I could be doing with my life right now to make myself happy you know or just like you know doing doing, doing like an extra hobby because I of course I love 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 doing TKO with you guys but I just I feel like I've reached an age and point in my life that I really do want to explore new and different hobbies and just activities um, that still relate to my passions and whatnot. So I went online and ordered a beer making kit and it just arrived in the mail today and I'm so excited to try it out. I'll probably try it out this weekend and I'll let you guys know how it all goes. You never know. Maybe I'll just make <laughs> some TKO beer. Mm-mm-mm. I feel like, yeah. Isn't that what I was going to say? That's what Conor McGregor did, but he did whiskey. But also, I don't think he actually went into the brewery or, or sorry, the distillery and uh, made the whiskey himself. But, you know, still the idea was out there. Man's try to capitalize on it. And he did what he had to do. So you never know. You never know. Uh, it's it's a really fun activity to have on the side. Like a really cool side hustle to have on the side. So we'll see how it goes. And I'll definitely let you guys know if I start up a <laughs> brewery of my own one day. All right. Okay. Enough about me. Let's talk about what's actually happening in the world of combat sports. So I want to tell you guys a breaking news that is actually very much 
you probably haven't heard about it yet because it just came out literally two hours before I started recording TKO. And I'll be very happy if you do hear it from TKO first, this news that I'm about to break. So you better buckle up. You know, if you're standing up, if you're driving, if you're driving, pull over already. Okay. If you're standing up, please take a seat. Maybe grab a glass of water or something. Or just call someone over in case you p- pass out from this news that I'm about to give you. Especially if you are um, if you happen to reside in Ontario, especially Southern Ontario. This is very important news. And I really hope that everybody's ready to, <laughs> to hear what I got to say about that. All right. Y'all ready? Drum roll. Okay. So y'all might have heard that UFC... 297 is going to be the first event of the new year of 2024 also 2024 is um (laughs) such a weird year because it just hit me today that my brain personally hasn't really processed much since um basically 2020 so literally the start of the pandemic Uh, not that it hasn't processed much but in terms of understanding and truly perceiving time passing by yeah so i really can't believe we're um, that deep into the decade and (laughs) just me announcing that uh, that year and i'm really sorry i'm starting to go on a tangent already me announcing that that uh, year makes me realize that (laughs) how close I will truly be from defending my PhD thesis, which is absolutely wild because it feels like it's going to be so far away, but yet it's actually so, so darn close. Um, anyways, let's not freak myself out with that. What I was trying to say was January 2024 and the first UFC event that we're going to be having in the new year in January is going to be UFC 297. Now check this out. Y'all remember um, uh, Cub Swanson? Cub Swanson, you know, he's a UFC veteran. He hasn't fought in a long time. But recently, he actually came out with a statement on Twitter, uh, or sorry, X, saying, I was offered a fight at hashtag UFC 297 in Toronto, but I'm getting surgery on Monday. It will be whatever. We don't care what he says. Sorry, but did you hear what he just said? He said I was offered a fight at UFC 297 in the six in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So this man, I don't know if he was told to break it this way. Or he just accidentally leaked the news that UFC 297 is going to be happening and toronto and listen when i i was driving home from work when i don't okay i was i wasn't texting and driving i wasn't checking my phone when i was driving obviously i was listening to a podcast or something i don't even know but i saw that ufc 297 is supposed to happen in toronto and listen i can't remember the last time that the ufc was in toronto probably before the pandemic most likely before the pandemic and there's been a lot of speculation about who is going to be fighting on this card 
Now, before I start talking about that, I really want to emphasize that you guys, if you live in Ontario, especially around the GTA area or Southern Ontario, make sure I don't know when they're going to be selling these tickets. The UFC doesn't come to Canada often, especially Toronto. But now that they're here, we better take advantage of this opportunity. And you know what? You know what? Rumor has it. Rumor has it that all the fights that are going to be on this card are going to be... (laughs) They're going to be very well-known fighters fighting each other. There's a rumor that George St. Pierre is going to be fighting on this card. And listen, George St. Pierre actually announced on a social media a while ago that he was going to be making a comeback into the UFC in the new year. Now, if we want to put the two pieces of data together, it's like, okay, did George mean that he was going to be doing something in Toronto? Because if yes, then I feel like my soul would just ascend to heaven right away. And I don't care how much money I have in my bank account, considering my student, uh, you know, financial situation and whatnot. If I have to spend the whole semester stipend, I'm buying a ticket for UFC 297 to go watch George St. Pierre, the legend, fight in the Octagon for probably the last time ever. Listen, I'll do it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if my bank account is going to be empty. I don't care if I go broke. I don't care if I spend all my scholarship money on this, okay? But I will do it. And I would highly encourage everybody out there to keep an eye out for whenever they're going to be starting to pre-sell these tickets because y'all need to be getting your tickets to this event because you never know. Well, actually, well, they're going to announce like for sure who's going to be fighting on this card, but for us to be putting two like two pieces of information together it's very likely that george st pierre is gonna be fighting on this card okay so i'm just trying my best not to just you know ah like stick to the roof from excitement because i really have a strong gut feeling that gsv is gonna be on this card but also, uh, there's been rumors that John Jones is going to be fighting on this card. And I really don't know why people are speculating John Jones is going to be fighting on this card. Historically, John Jones has headlined fights in Toronto. But I don't think realistically from th- like how... Often we see him fight, basically. He will be fighting at UFC 297, especially because he's going to be having a very fresh fight off of um, Stipe Miocic at UFC 295, which is going to be on November 11th. So depending on how that goes, you know, we can't really even say that John Jones is going to be ready to fight once again and what, like two months after Especially because we all know how John Jones's timeline is like. He says that he wants to fight. And then the next thing you know, his next fight is going to be in three years. <laughs> and that was not a shot at John Jones whatsoever. I'm just stating facts and y'all know it. And also, sp- also in this regard, 
because of how um, important his fight is going to be against Stipe Miocic. And we don't even know if John Jones is going to be retiring after that fight, which is a big speculation that's been going around the MMA community. You know, we, we don't know a lot about what John Jones is going to do after his fight against um, Stipe. So it is, I would say, it's actually very unlikely for John Jones to be fighting on this UFC 297 fight card. Another thing is, um, it's been also announced that, well, rumored, should I say, that Sugar Sean O'Malley is going to be defending his newly achieved title, uh, the bantamweight title that he got um, against Cheeto Vera. And this fight, I would also pay a lot of money to go watch this fight in real life, or live, rather. Um listen i i wasn't always the biggest fan of sugar sean but with everything that he's been doing recently um and just the fact that his mentality is about you know he works hard but he also likes to have his fun but he always delivers inside the octagon and you know that's the mentality he he almost has a very good balance of everything around him and in his life a good balance of how hard he should be working for his career, how good he should be living his life. And, you know, it's, it's good to see that. So I really do enjoy watching um, Sugar Sean O'Malley in the fights. And if you are familiar with the style of fighting, he's very unorthodox. And he's not afraid to challenge his opponent in the most creative ways. And so he's always so, so exciting to watch. So if Sugar Sean manages to fight in Toronto, and imagine Sugar Sean with GSP fighting on the same fight card. <laughs> yeah, I would have a heart attack right there. And I would definitely do whatever it takes to get my ticket to UFC 297. But Y'all heard it first here. UFC 297 is going to be happening in Toronto. And I'm really excited. Also because the UFC, <clears throat> excuse me, since the pandemic, I feel like they've only been going back and forth between like literally three countries only. The US, for the pay-per-view cards that is, the US, um, the Middle East area, like Fight Island area and whatnot, Abu Dhabi, uh what else and australia like recently australia they don't go to australia all the time but yeah so it's been interesting and so for toronto to be getting a whole pay-per-view card to itself it's gonna be wild and i'm so so excited for that we really deserve it dana white and you know what maybe it's because they merged with wwe to create the mega company tko so now they have more funding and whoever's telling them to diversify their event locations and whatnot you know they're doing it right they're probably from canada who knows um shout out to them uh because <laughs> we do deserve it here too we love watching it on tv don't get me wrong but to be able to watch it in person and live and especially if there's legendary fighters fighting on the card and you're out there like you're probably 100 or whatever 200 meters away from the octagon of them fighting making history 
Oh, say less. Say freaking less. Yeah. Uh, and also, this will be, if they do truly come to Toronto, this will be my first ever pay-per-view events that I'll be going to. The first ever UFC event, actually, that I'll be going to. So I'm really, really, really excited for that to happen. And we'll see how things go. All right. So you heard it here first. UFC 297 happening in Toronto. Main event, TBD. But we're speculating either George St. Pierre is going to be making a comeback or Shukashan O'Malley is going to be defending his title against Cheeto Vera. Or we could be having both fighters fighting on this card. Perhaps even John Jones, but most likely not. Anyway, so that was your breaking news of the day. Uh, other than that, I just want to briefly talk about the fight that Canelo Alvarez had against Jermel Charlotte over this past weekend. So, as per the huge, your girl kind of fell asleep because my sleep schedule has been kind of whacked these days because I wake up really early in the morning to hit the gym before I go to the lab. Um, <laughs> so, when it's about maybe like 10, 30 or 11, I, I just have to go to bed. I'm sorry. So, the first thing I did the next day after this fight happened was to watch the fight highlights. And so I can actually give you my perspective from the fight highlights that I watched. I think it was actually a pretty dynamic fight. And Jermel Charlotte, he actually performed pretty good against Canelo. He was trying to keep Canelo on his feet. And um, he was throwing very fast hands towards Canelo. Also so much taller than Canelo. So I... When I was watching the highlight, I generally thought that it was going to be either a majority draw or, yeah, it was a bit of a stretch, but majority decision for Canelo, I would actually give rounds to Charlotte, but the judges obviously saw it in favor of Canelo, and were we even surprised? Not really. Were we? No. <laughs> But listen, I, I'm really trying to think about what the heck is Canelo going to do next? Because he was at, at welterweight division and then we he went all the way up to, uh, what was it, catch, no, not catchweight, but the, the, the weight division below heavyweight. And then he's starting to come down again and just fighting whoever he didn't really cross paths the first time around when he was in the like the middleweight divisions like the super middleweight the middleweight you know all those um uh, you know the close closely related weight divisions i feel like he's pretty much fought everyone in boxing <laughs> and i really want him to actually go out there and challenge himself but who is a true challenge for him these days? I feel like he just goes through people very easily and he's already established a very notable career for himself. So what is next? How is he going to challenge himself next? That's the question. For you to go out there, win fights against people that you already know you're going to win against, is that a true talent though? Or are you trying to add wins to your record? You know what I mean? So I would really want to see how he actually wants to challenge himself. But that's a big how because 
when you're at that caliber and you've made a name of yourself the way Canelo has, I don't think he really cares about, oh, I want to challenge myself per se, but more so to keep his legacy and to make money as he is. So, you know what? I'm not I'm not trying to hate on Canelo. I think he's doing a phenomenal job. Um, just being the absolute legend that he is, but I really wish that he would try to put that challenge upon himself to see how he's going to perform because he's most likely going to win. But either way, it's his life. He can decide for himself. Anyways, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.